0: You are listening to a sermon from Emmaus Church LCMS. For more information, please go to www.emmauspasco.org. Abundant grace and mercy and peace are yours this day in Christ, who gives us rest. The gospel is good news, a nutshell is a tiny little thing that can't very tiny little thing that when we think of the gospel in a nutshell, and I think it was Martin Luther who's called John three sixteen, Gospel in a nutshell, and just think of all that's packed into that little verse. God so loved the world, gave his only begotten son, whoever believes in him, not perish, but have eternal life. So much packed into those few words. There's there's a there's quite a few Gospels in nutshells. Um, And I have a list if if you're interested, ask me and I'll I'll get that to you. But this, John 3.16, uses the perish and save kind of metaphor frame of reference. And today we have another one we could call it, Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. So both of them, we have the and the heart of Christianity expressed in, in different ways, but the heart of Jesus also. The heart of Jesus' Jesus' mission. So this one is very, very famous. We're all familiar with these well-known words. They're often on plaques or seen maybe on a statue of Jesus standing there, come to me. But it's talking about a a deep rest, and he even says in verse twenty nine, "Rest for our our souls, rest for our souls." So let's let's think about this. Let's think first about the the need for rest. What does Jesus say? He says, "Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. Labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest." Other translations say. Uh, wearied burdened tired worn out but we know it's not a physical thing because Jesus even explains as the verse goes on you will find rest for your for your souls for your souls see we're all in a sense kind of looking for something we're un Settled, we're restless. And this is characteristic of what I would call life after Eden. <laughs> you know, in Eden everything was was fine. There was that there was rest. They, they worked, but it was rest because they were they're in right relationship with each other and with, with God. But life after Eden, wow. That's not the case at all, is it? We're, we're torn by this and that. Things don't go. We're disappointed in others and ourselves. Life brings us all kinds of, of, of difficulties. We fail to live up to our own standards. all the, these constellations of things. And as, as human beings, we have the ability to reflect on these things. See, an animal doesn't do that. An animal might... Have you know hard circumstances, but doesn't doesn't reflect on it. When we have that capacity? But it manifests in all different kinds of kinds of ways. Um, just one way to come at it is to think of much of our life is lived in anticipation, isn't it, of something or other. You know, your your kid, and oh, when I get that driver's license, boy, my life is going to be so fine. Or when I get through through school or when I get out of the military then my life will really be or, or when I get a house or when I get married or, or when I get that that career position then but you know when we get to those those milestones and those steps well life is still life <laughs> you know and and we realize it and I think that's the The bigger picture of Jesus talking about what what life brings us in a fallen, broken world as fallen, broken people. And Jesus is saying to us, I'm the only one who in the midst of that can give you rest for your souls. For the weary, the burdened. Another way to look at this trying to come at it. I I, I learned that, um, well, well, I remembered that Jesus, in another place in Matthew, talks about the the burden, the yoke of the law that the Pharisees were thrusting on people. And that's another burden, that's another weight, and he, he comes at them for that. But it reminds us also, that we have this kind of ongoing sense of self reproach. We don't live up to our own standards and it, and it, 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 it weighs us down. We're restless. Uh, Augustine, I mentioned him last week, but early church giant in the faith. What's he say in his confessions? Our hearts are restless until they find their rest in Thee. Our hearts are restless until they find their rest in Thee. You know, you're familiar with REM sleep, aren't you? Rapid eye movement. And how do you realize how important that is to a person's well-being? I I, I learned or heard that... Um, If you're deprived of that level of sleep, it takes a toll on your brain, but your whole whole well-being, because something happens in REM sleep that, that just provides, does something for our brain to process things and also has a positive effect through our whole body. Well, what we need is REM for our souls. That, that, that renewal, that refreshes us and enables us to continue on. Jesus said, I'll give rest for your souls. So let's talk about the nature of that rest. We get a clue in kind of a surprising place where Jesus goes with the next verse. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So we know what yokes are. It's that uh, frame kind of thing that that puts two beasts of burden together so they can uh, work, work side by side. But I'd like you to just... Kind of translate that to another word. Think of the word attachment. Attachment. <clears throat> so what I, what I'm getting at here is, I think Jesus by what he's saying is he's not just saying, "Come to me and believe," but it, it's it's a invitation to a, a whole life with him. what i came across was something that uh, in jesus time when a disciple chose a rabbi it says he became yoked to that rabbi and so what did he do he he lived with that rabbi he served that rabbi he listened to the rabbi's teaching he watched the rabbi he went where the rabbi went you know he was attached to the rabbi and jesus says take my yoke upon you. Let me be the dominant force in your life, day by day. Give up your right to yourself. Remember what we heard last week, where Jesus said, um, if if you love father or mother, son or daughter, more than me, you're not worthy of me. He gives these startling words that that call us to ultimate allegiance to Him. Let me be the dominant force in your life. But what does our culture say? Culture says something like, "Don't let anybody have authority over you," or maybe you say in your heart, "No one has a right to tell me how to live," or "Be free," or Stay stay in control. And Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. It sounds crazy. But he's saying, you're only going to experience, your only chance to experience real rest is if I am your Lord. And we saw that last week also. He said uh, a, a person can... um, wants to save his life, clutch his life to himself, keep his life, control his life, he loses it. You lose your life. You find it. So rest. Another way I think we can get at this is with another four-letter word. Home. Home. And maybe you've had experience like, like me, you've been on a wonderful vacation. You open the door, and what do you say? It's good to be home, no matter how wonderful a thing you did. <laughs> or just after a, a hard day, there's just something about opening that door. I mean, you don't say, ah, oh, I'm home. I mean, it, it's just a sense that you have, a sense of well being. So I talked about the struggling with the life since Eden. Well, this is hearkening us back to the rest of Eden. Where things were right and whole. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. So let's think about that. Let Let me say those five words in two different ways. First... Take my yoke upon you. <laughs> <laughs> or, take my, my yoke upon you. Get the difference? One is, well, you know, oh, I, I have to be attached to I got to do this. I got to do that. As opposed to, it's Jesus saying it. It's Jesus inviting us. Take my yoke. Mine. See, it what's he saying? It's only my yoke that can bring forgiveness for your failures. It's only my yoke that bring that that satisfy that longing of your heart that you have. Take my yoke upon you. Well, see, everybody's, everybody's restless and everybody's yoked or attached to something. Question is, what is it? What are you living for? Maybe it's a person, maybe it's your children, maybe it's your work, maybe it's politics, maybe you're you're focused on being a good person, See, we're all attached to something. But on our own, we're not independent. We're attached to something. But Jesus has this good news for us. Only by being attached to me is there forgiveness for your failures and that satisfying of that longing in your heart. What a wonderful word. Come to me. Come to me. Take my yoke upon you. (coughs) So let's talk about how and where to get the rest. And for this, I want to go back to the the beginning of our reading. It says, at that time, and I'll say in a moment what that time was. But At that time, Jesus declared, I... I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding, and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. So it would contrast your children versus the the wise, the understanding. People have their think they have their act all together. To children in other places he says become like a little child to come to come to me so so let's let's think about the child thing when jesus talks this way he's not talking about innocence because he knows the reality of the human heart But what are the characteristics of a little child? I think one is they know they are helpless. Don't they, little child? Help me, Daddy. Tie my shoe, Daddy. Cut my meat, Daddy. Up, up. You know, realize their helplessness. They know it. So what's the... What's that say to us? We need to be honest, swallow our pride, and declare our total need, that we are needy, that we are helpless. Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to thy cross I cling. Now, sometimes we like to kind of um, give ourselves a break. We say, well, Basically, I'm a good person and I I've done some I do some bad things occasionally. Well, that's just Not right We are desperately desperately in need of God's grace and mercy and forgiveness And all that he brings We shouldn't fool ourselves Swallow our pride. But what's the other thing, uh, children? I think they're exceedingly confident of being loved. <laughs> you know, they just just know that and kind of assume it. So just put those two things together and think about it. to to believe you are a sinner, desperate need, and to believe you're like God, and to know that God loves you and brings the help you need. Put those two little things together. What It's a gospel in a nutshell. And it's right here in what Jesus is saying. So we're come as children, but Jesus says, I, I won't abuse you. I won't abuse you. What he says, I am gentle and lowly in heart. <laughs> gentle and lowly in heart. That's how he interacts with us Now I mentioned what says at that time. What's at that time? Uh, the context there is that story of where John the Baptist Sends some of his disciples to Jesus to ask him. Are you the one we've been waiting for? Remember John preached judgment. Says fire is coming He didn't see it happening And Jesus had to, through what he answered, explain that he came not to bring judgment, but to bear judgment. Bear judgment. So what's happening? Jesus takes the, the, let's say it this way, we don't think of it this way, the restlessness, the restlessness of, of the human race, the brokenness of the human race, the not measuring up, the falling short, the self-centeredness, that all the things that makes life labor and heavy laden, he takes it all upon himself on the cross. There's a couple of verses in our hymnal. I just love and I just want us to think of them right in this context. It says, one of the hymns says, Thy work alone, O Christ, can ease this weight of sin. Thy blood alone, O Lamb of God, can give me peace within. Thy love to me, O God, not mine, O Lord, to Thee, can rid me of this dark unrest and set my spirit free. See, we are helpless. We're helpless. Thy work alone can ease this weight of sin. It's God's amazing gift. Thy blood, O Lord, can give me peace within. Thy love to me can rid me of this dark unrest, this restlessness. It's a gift. So these are wonderful words of invitation to us. Come to me, Jesus says receive only what he can give, but also to the adventure of living with him all through our life. It's not just a one-and-done type of thing, because he says, take my yoke upon me and learn from me. That's what we're about through the Christian life. It's the life of discipleship, of walking with him, learn of me. The only Jesus burden is a light burden. Only Jesus can bring rest. Only Jesus gives rest. That rest that we need is found only in him. Rest for our souls. Let's pray. Oh, Lord Jesus, these words are inviting and refreshing to us when you say, come to me. Oh, Lord, we are helpless people. Thank you for reminding us of that helplessness. We want to come to you as children. And here as we prepare to approach the table, we remember that You call us to come to you, but you graciously and kindly come to us in the bread and the wine. We give you thanks, O Lord, for being the one who bears our burden and provides that shalom, that peace, that wholeness, that rest that only you can provide And we walk in celebration and gratitude for that day by day. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. This has been a message from Emmaus Church, LCMS. We thank you for listening, and we invite you to find out more by visiting our website at www.emmauspasco.org. That's www.emmauspasco.org.